Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yes, it is the I Couple, and I am Chris Broussard, alongside my partner, Rob Parker, and we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, as we always are. You can follow us on social media if you like. I'm at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter, Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker, FSR on the gram, and we're brought to you, as always, by AutoZone. They got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. Now, they've got more than 5,600 locations in the country. I mean, really, I'm not even exaggerating. Like, they're on, like, practically every corner. I see AutoZones all the time. Just look up, wow, there's an AutoZone. Wow, there's another one. And because of that, they're here, here to help you save time and money with their free services. So getting the job done, folks, just got easier. Restrictions apply. Getting the zone, auto zone. We got former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker coming up. He's now the host of the Ross Tucker podcast, so that'll be fun. He's at the bottom of the hour. You want to keep it locked for that. We're going to stick hey, with the NFL. Go, go ahead, Rob. The Lakers, you said, what, scored the first seven points? No, no, Charlotte scored the first Oh, seven. okay. Yeah. I, I, was I, I, thought, I wasn't sure if you heard me right because of what, the way you responded. Yeah, I thought, yeah, you, Charlotte, yeah, I thought, yeah Charlotte. Okay, I thought it was the other way around because what's the score now, 18 to 7? 18 to 7, yeah. yeah. So okay. it, this looks like a rally. I mean, usually they're rallies, so we'll see. Yeah, no, um, they'll make it like, yeah, they, they'll be, but they'll think. lose by double digits and they won't cover the spread. They, they won't. What was the spread? Um, Eight. They'll lose by a point. Yeah, I would think you're you're in good shape, but hey, you never know. Russ Russ could go ballistic. No, don't mess up my <laughs> hat trick, okay? I don't want no moral victory. Your, your triple hat trick. Your, yes. your triple hat trick. Yeah, talk about a triple dub. I mean, there you go. I'll take that. A triple triple. All right, yes. uh, Rob, we're going to stick in the NFL, like I said, but coaching, the coaching situation. And we we got what, Rob G, seven openings. Two of them have been filled. No, three of them. Uh, uh, Denver obviously has a coach now. Um, Chicago's hired the coach. And who's the third one? Uh, well, Brian, well, Dable. Brian Dable just got hired by the New York. Right, and, and Leftwich, right, uh, maybe is going to get the Probably job. It looks like he in, can in get Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Right. But that's but the only anyway, black coach, right, right there? Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see how, how it plays out. But Josh McCown, Rob, is name has been named as a front runner. Not the only one, although he's the only one they've named so far. But he is a front runner for the Houston Texans job. And Josh McCown, obviously we all remember him as a mediocre player. Rob has never coached a day of his life at any level in football. I And now, we've seen it in basketball, right? Steve Kerr 
if I remember correctly, maybe even Derek Fisher when he got the Knicks job, which, you know, he didn't do a great job, but still. Uh, Mark Jackson, I, I doubt he coached at any level because he was no, playing ball. I don't think ball. he coached at college or anything before. Yeah, I don't Yeah. Know. Um, so it's worked out for some. It's not like unprecedented or crazy in the NBA. Steve Nash, another one. Uh, even baseball. I, I can't name any off the top of my head, Rob, but I, I would imagine there's some baseball managers who haven't managed right no, before right. they get an Aaron MLB Boone job. Aaron Boone with the Yankees. He was a, it was okay, a broadcaster. There you go. Aaron Boone. I mean, he got yep, the Yankees job. Played in a broadcaster. He had, right. he, had never, he had never coached in the minor leagues or was a manager or anything like that. Yeah. Right. So I think it can work in those sports. Rob, I think football is a different animal. And I get that McCown has played, obviously, in the league for many years, and so he's been around a lot of coaches and seeing how things are done. But to me, football is the sport of the three major ones where coaching makes the most difference. And Rob is so intricate. The game is very intricate, is more intricate than the other two. Um, more strategy involved. And obviously there's two sides of the ball. The only possible way I think it could work is if all all you pretty much do is delegate. Like you're a you're a great leader, right? right. You got this. You, somebody's this great running person. your offense, somebody's right. running your defense, and like you're not really uh caught up. I, I don't know what when Larry Bird, Chris, and maybe this is He did have a Dick Dick Harder on defense. Dick Harder and Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle on offense. Right. Those were those were the the two guys. Yep. And Larry really wasn't that he wasn't running the offense. He wasn't talking about what defense they're playing. Like like he had two guys who had some coaching experience for Larry Bird. So but I and again, I think it can work in basketball. Football? I'm sorry. I, I think this, Rob, is lunacy. And this adds to the this makes me look at Deshaun Watson. I mean, obviously, all the other stuff, I'm not even talking about that. This makes me look at Deshaun Watson's trade demand and say, you know what? He's right. I mean, first of all, David Culley, longtime NFL coach, did a very good job, right, with that team. He did. Remember, they they remember they shocked everybody game one with Tyrod Taylor and Yep. And they they had they were like like everybody they won like, four games and, I believe yeah like Dan Campbell and the Lions won what they won three games and yeah. everybody sticking up for him like oh like yep. you know for his second year Chris and he Cully, was in a like, better situation than Cully at least right he had a, he had a quarter, he had a quarterback who had been right. to the Super Bowl Chris Absolutely. and was a Pro Bowler twice yeah yep. so I mean he had a better situation, and he didn't win as many games. I think there were three and only hadn't had that tie with Pittsburgh. But anyway, my point is um, that, uh, you know, Cully had a tough situation and made the best out of it. No one's going to give him a parade, Chris, for four wins. But but that was a tough job. This this is ridiculous. Um, Absolutely ridiculous. And and for them, it's just – it's insulting to the the uh, coaching profession at the NFL level. I, I just don't. I mean, maybe I'll be proven wrong. I don't see how in the world you step into the NFL with absolutely no coaching experience. Rob, remember remember Jerry Faust? Yep. Remember how he was a high school legend. He was legend. a high school coach, right. Cincinnati Moeller High School. And he was a legend. They were the national champions year after year under him. He went to Notre Dame. 
And Notre Dame hired him straight from Moeller High School, thinking, okay, this is our guy. And he, it was, he didn't do well. Right. Just was a different level. I'm sorry. And so this is ridiculous. But anyway, that, let's get, there's more stuff. Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator for the Patriots, Rob, is the front runner, uh, reportedly, for the Las Vegas Raiders. Your thoughts? Not good. I, I Chris, I got to be honest. I don't think he should be a coaching candidate, head coaching candidate at all. Uh, he failed in Denver. He 11 also, and 17 was his record. He also, he got though, fired Chris, midway through his second year or late in the second was year. busted for cheating, for taping another team's defensive signals, just like they did in New England. Yep. And they were wondering they were where mad. he got that from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy. And they were mad in Denver because that's a proud organization, Chris, right? That's won right. Super Bowls, had John Elway. They got a great tradition, the, the ownership there, you know, yeah. and all that. And they were like, no, we don't play dirty pool. We're, like, this is not who we are. Right. And he was and that's fired. Why they fired him, right. Right. He was fired off of that. And he also, uh, was the one who moved up to draft Tim Tebow. Remember that? He had to have Tebow. And he got a job back. He got a job back with uh, the Patriots. He went back home because Bill Belichick took him back. But now he's going to be a coaching candidate somewhere else. I, I have a problem with that. There are other people who deserve a chance, an opportunity, rather than a guy who was busted for cheating. How do you just ignore that, Chris? This ain't no accusation, a rumor. He was thrown out of Denver because he busted, got busted for cheating and embarrassed the franchise. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to see him get another head coaching job. Can we try somebody else? Yeah, right. I can't defend. I can't defend him. I can't go against what you said. This is ridiculous as well because he's got, you gave what a couple strikes. One, he failed in Denver. Okay, Denver was 8-8 eight and eight when he got there and took over. They were 8-8 eight and eight in his first year. And then they were 3-9 and nine in his second year. 3-9. and nine. All right, so, and then to your point, he got fired because they caught him cheating. So, number one, first strike against him, he didn't do, he, his team wasn't any good in Denver. All right, he, took, he didn't improve them at all. In his first year, and then they actually regressed under him. All right, so that's that's strike number one. And Rob, the second year when he was gone, they improved from four and twelve to eight and eight. So the the year after he was fired. So that's strike number one. Strike number two, you're caught cheating. Okay, that's, that's a huge strike, isn't it, Chris? Absolutely. Strike number three, you missed one. You had an agreement to coach the Indianapolis Colts, and you pulled out. Yep. So that, what's to say that won't happen again? I mean, yeah, it probably won't. But doesn't that leave a sour taste in your mouth? I would, this I would be afraid to make a deal. Right. His word doesn't mean anything, right. Chris. You, you shook somebody's hand, you made a deal, and then you, 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 you did the okey-doke on them. Right. And, 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 okay, sometimes, I don't know, you change your mind, circumstances, whatever. But you went all the way through the process. You had to be going back and forth in your mind. Do I want this? Do I not? 
And so you're indecisive. I can't have that as a head coach. You, you, the one thing you got to be, Rob, is decisive as a head coach. Right or wrong, this is how we doing it. And, and he showed that there's that. And then strike number four, Rob, you missed another one. Bill Belichick's coaching tree. It yep. ain't all that. No, that's another Why are you point. just sitting there trying to pilfer his assistance when they don't time work after out. time it right. hasn't worked out? So this is this is just, I know his name, you know, people, oh, Josh McDaniels, he's great. I mean, I, and I'm not going to, this one, maybe I'm being petty. He's a he's been a good offensive coordinator. But at the same time, Tom Brady looked like he could do a lot more than they allowed him to do at times. I mean, look at Brady and Tampa Bay, both years. Not that they, they ain't winning the Super Bowl this year, but he's lit it up statistically. He did it that one year when they had Randy Moss, of course. De- uh, Dante Culpepper lit it up with Randy Moss. I think everybody, anybody would would light it up with right. if he's one of your guys downfield. So did you? I mean, you won six Super Bowls, so I can't you know get mad at you. But you know, did they was get the most out individually out of Brady? He, he probably wasn't there for. He wasn't there. No way, he was there for all six. No, I don't think he, he was, was probably there for yeah. the last three. Yeah, but um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you never know with the ten year. Yeah, it wasn't there. Yeah, that, there's no that's way a twenty year stretch. There. Yeah, right, that's twenty right. years ago. Right. Um, but so yeah, there's that, Robin. And then now, I mean, you got Mac Jones, you're pedestrian offensively. So I, I don't get the fascination, Rob. I don't know. Good old boy network. You know? Yeah, because they like each other and buddies and all that kind of stuff. That's the only way you could think about it because yep. most people wouldn't be given that. And it's not like he hasn't had a chance. He's got, like you say, there's a couple of strikes and then like the, 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 the history of Bill Belichick's guys not succeeding. What is the yep. infatuation with people who are in New England? I just uh, like, okay, we get it. You would try that normally, and if a couple guys pop off and do well, then you would go back to that tree. But normally when the fruit is rotten, you stop eating from that tree. Yeah, and, and look, I'm, I, I'm not going to rip Belichick. Obviously, he's, his record speaks for itself. He ain't look great these last two years. I mean, defense is his calling card. Josh Allen just destroyed him. Two straight games. You know, didn't even punt in two straight games. So, uh, yeah, maybe they should look elsewhere. All right, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. It's your turn to weigh in. Um, Both of these situations. Josh McCown, do you think in the NFL – that someone can step in and coach an NFL team without any experience at any level, CYO, Pop Warner, high school, college? Oh, you know what? And what are your thoughts on Josh McDaniels being the front runner in Vegas? What, the what last got, guy to do that, Chris, I just remembered. Rod Marinelli with the Lions. Was he never had no a high experience? school. Never a high school, but he was, a, you know what I mean, he was an assistant coach in the NFL. Well, but okay, he but was never different. a head coach, right. But he was never McCown, a head coach. Yeah, even I, I won't school. even count him. I'll give it a head coach. McCown has not coached at any level. He just got done playing. So, um, all right, your turn to weigh in with the eye couple, Chris and Rob. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer. And we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It is the I Couple, Chris and Rob, DJ Alex Tyson on the ones and the twos. And we're brought to you by AutoZone. They've got the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Getting the zone, AutoZone. All right, Josh McCown did coach correction at the high school level. Not the head coach. He was a quarterback's coach. Remember, Rob, when he was like the third string quarterback yeah, in Philadelphia? They had him living that, in. Yeah. Yeah. He was he able was to in live. Charlotte. Remember, he was able to live at home in North and Carolina. Be on the right. Eagles roster. Right. 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 Somebody likes weird. Josh McCown. A lot of people like him, apparently. But yeah, so he was a part time quarterback's coach that year. And maybe this year he was full time, but he wasn't a head coach in the high school level. So okay. he's got a little. Uh, that that's his experience. So uh, still not enough to me to even be considered for a head coaching job in the NFL. All right, your turn to weigh in eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Josh McCown, front runner in Houston for the Texans job. Josh McDaniels, front runner with the Vegas Raiders. Your thoughts? All right, let's kick it off with uh, Tim in Atlanta. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Tim? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? What's up? What up, brother? How you doing? What's up, Newt? I'm good. Hey, two quick points, man. From the first hour, I got to say this real quick. Everybody keeps talking about how, you know, Kyle Shanahan's record without Jimmy G. But, I mean, look who he had, the quarterback in his squad. Of course he couldn't win. So, I mean, that's not – you can't. You got to throw that out, man, really. I'm really? a 49 uh, fan. No, you don't hard. throw that out. Just, yeah, so if Jimmy to, G was if Jimmy G was just another bad quarterback, then how are they winning saying, so many more look, games? They had Nick Mullins, but I'm saying you're saying about his his uh, Kyle Shanahan's record without Jimmy G. I mean, he had Nick Mullins in the you know the other Stooge crew. So I mean, I mean, yeah, he wasn't going to win. So I mean, you know, no. But our was, point is Jimmy G. Jimmy G. is a difference maker, obviously, not an elite difference maker, uh, but he made some difference. I'm a diehard 49ers fan. I've been a 49ers fan since Montana Rice, Roger Craig. I mean, are they winning time. on Sunday? That's all I want to know. No, Rob. No. Why? And I'm a you say that. You say that like they wow. don't even have a chance. Because I'm, I'm like Rob. Because after the game in Dallas, when he threw that interception, I was like ready to send him back home, make him take a train back from Dallas. Then, and all of us are going to be crying, like Rob said on Sunday on Monday morning. Right about that, you don't have a quarterback. If, if they lose yeah. and he puts in the same numbers, Chris, exactly. they will be belly aching. All but of now, them. here's the thing: exactly. everybody already knows they're moving on from Jimmy G. Nobody's saying he's elite. Right. You just but can't. G- there's no way you can tell me. He hasn't been good all for right. that franchise. All right, let's go. But, all right, let's let's go, Tim, real quick on on quick, uh, yeah. should McDaniel should he get another opportunity? Uh, yes, no. With my, uh, I'm just tired of NFL 
you know, with these commercials, with the lift every voice and sing. I'm just tired. Stop doing all that because these black coaches are not getting a fair shot. It's ridiculous. Before they had to be OCs to get head coaching jobs. Right. Now they don't even have to do that. Without being an OC, it's ridiculous, man. Without OC, forget OC. Uh, no. Without being an NFL coach of anything. How about Thomas exactly. in the Bay Area? Thanks, thanks, Tim. Thomas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up? Hey, what up, guys? Uh, yeah, to touch on both teams, I think, you know, the Texans, they've shown for the last years they've been a poorly run franchise with getting rid of uh, DeAndre Hopkins for nothing, basically. And Deshaun wants out that – you know, the franchise quarterback doesn't even want to be there. So right. them picking a head coach, I mean, that's obvious. They don't know what they're doing. And I'm a lifelong Patriots fan. I would love to see Josh McDaniels elsewhere. I want them to start fresh. <laughs> but if I'm the Raiders and Mark Davis, I'm staying clear from Josh Daniels. And I'm on the horn to talk to Eric Bieniemy and Byron Leftwich because they come from winning cultures too, but their offenses have been electric the last and, you know, the Raiders got good talent as well. I think they would do wonders. And it's a shame that those two guys aren't aren't being talked about as much, especially Eric Bieniemy. Thanks, guys. All right, All right. Thomas. All right. Thank good you. Call. Appreciate it. All right. Um, we're going to get Ross Tucker, former offensive lineman, in in a moment. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our next guest is a former NFL offensive lineman, six years in the league. Now, the host of the Ross Tucker podcast. We welcome in, of course, Ross Tucker. Ross, welcome to what's the Eye Couple. Chris, Rob, what's up, man? Thank you guys so much for having me. No Great problem. to have you. Now, now, tell us a little bit about the podcast. I mean, I assume you do you just talk football and kind of what's your angle, how you go at it, things like that. You know what's so funny, man? I totally lucked out in the whole podcast game. When I retired in uh, 2008, I started writing. You guys will both appreciate this with your backgrounds. I started writing for Sports Illustrated, and then ESPN hired me away wow. from Sports Illustrated to write for them. And they said, Ross, do you want to host our podcast? I said, sure, our, our NFL podcast. I said, I would love to. Literally, guys, this is 2009. I had wow. no idea what a podcast was. What? None. I, I just knew they were going to pay me money to talk about football, so I was like, <laughs> yes, I'm in. Right, so I did it for I sign up? Right. Yeah, so I did it for ESPN for three years, 20, 2009, 10, 11. Then I went on my own in 2012 with the Raw Sucker Football Podcast, which is every day, then the next year. I added a fantasy podcast the next year. Wow. I added a betting one, even money. So the deal is, like, you know, everybody and their brother has a podcast now, and it's hard to get listeners. I, dude, I, I beat everybody. I'm way ahead of everybody, and it was totally luck wow. because he asked though, me man. to do it. So thank yeah. you. Sometimes, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. <laughs> That's well, sure. look, hey, a lot, of people, that. a lot of people say that about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and he's getting ripped to shreds by a lot of people in the media, some fans. Where do you stand on Jimmy G? Is he a good quarterback? Does he deserve all this criticism? Are they winning despite him? What are your thoughts? Well, I definitely don't think and wouldn't phrase it 
as they're winning despite him. But I wouldn't say that they're winning because of him either. I think they're winning with him. I don't think he gets credit for some of the throws he makes. Like, go back to week 18 when they were down 17 nothing in L.A. against the Rams, and they needed to win that game just to make the playoffs, just to get right. back the NFC Championship game. And Jimmy was money in that game. He made a bunch of big-time throws. He's made some good throws the last couple weeks as well. He's also had, you know, Jimmy's going to Jimmy, right? So he's had one really bad interception each game that you're like, oh, my gosh. And he's had a couple others that could be intercepted, and he deserves to be criticized for that. He's not a top-ten guy. He's never going to be a top 10 guy. And most of the other guys that make it this far in the playoffs are. But he's made some other good throws. I don't think he's got enough credit for. So they're not winning because of him. They're not winning despite him. They're winning with him, if that makes sense. All well right, put. let me ask you well this. Put. Yep. Uh, uh, Tom Brady. You know, we've heard Tom on a podcast after they lost. He just starts to mention the family, what his wife deserves, what his kids. You normally don't hear that from Tom Brady. It's always about I want to play till I'm 50. This is the first time I feel like there's a chance he might call it quits, especially since things are changing down there in Tampa Bay. Some guys may be retiring, moving on. It won't be the same band. What do you, what's your gut tell you about Tom Brady playing next year? Yeah, kind of the same thing you're thinking. Um, I was down there in Tampa. I called that game for Westwood One on Sunday, and I was talking with some people. You know, Tom's oldest son is starting high school now. Yeah. And I think – I don't know what happened, but I've never heard him talk this way. He and I were teammates in 05 and 06. I was in New England. Love the dude. Awesomest guy ever. I mean, I could tell Brady stories forever. But in terms of the way he's talking right now, it's never been like this before. And right. I think he's I think he's starting to realize, you know, he's kind of missed a decent amount with how much he puts into it. And here's the weird thing. Like imagine me and Tom Brady. You could you could he could make another twenty five million next year and he could maybe win another championship. To be honest with you, it's really not gonna change anybody's opinion of him. Like right. it's not gonna like both both the money and winning another championship aren't really going to change Tom Brady's life. Like he's already the goat. He already has more money. Like it's crazy. But I think he's realizing another year away from his family could could change. You know the rest of his life, or at least you know how he wants to live his life. Here's the thing, though, guys. Let's see what he does two months from now. You know, after being with his family for the next two months, he'll go skiing. <laughs> he'll go down to Brazil or wherever Giselle's from. Like, he'll do all that. And then it might be March, and he might think, you know what? I, you know, the season's over in January. I only have to do it for eight more months, and I'm done forever. So he still might, a couple months from now, change his mind and decide, I can do this thing one more time. But it's certainly sounding like he's done. If I had to put a dollar on it, yep. I'd put a dollar on that he's done. Yeah, it does, Ross, sound like that. All right, you played up in New England. Just nobody's listening. It's just me, you, and Chris. Just tell us about the cheating that went on there with Bill Belichick and uh, Tom Brady. What? Just give us a little skinny on that. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Um, I was there in 05 and 06, and everybody, you know, 
was it 07, I think, when the Spygate, maybe? Yeah. And everybody asked me about it, and I would always say the same thing. If they were doing it, like, they didn't tell uh, – let's be let's be real, guys. I was a backup O-lineman in New England. I wasn't in on it. I didn't get the memo. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Uh, it sounds like they were doing something. Right. But I, it's not something that they ever talked about with the players, at least not the one, not the ones I know that I was there. If if they did do it or whatever they did, that was between the coaches. Now the Deflate Gate thing, I don't know because that was after me, um, and I don't know. I, I I've always said the same thing about that. The guy that they said was doing the deflating called himself a deflator in a text message. That's kind of good enough for me. Um, yeah, but yeah. And, but and you know what? I've had Brady people had... tell me. I've had, yeah, that's right. But I've had people tell me that they don't think they did it. So I, I don't know. Here's what I know. But... Every time something like that comes out, they end up winning the Super Bowl like two out of the next three. Like they're awesome after that. So whatever they were doing, it doesn't seem like it was really helping them that much because they were good after it. But the only Ross. thing I'll say, Ross, is when, when you have 100 text messages between the deflator and Tom Brady, I'm sorry, something's going on. Yep. Well, no doubt. that's how a lot of people feel, that's for sure. Ross, what was it like? So you played with Brady, you know, and people talk about his leadership in, in the locker room. You know, he just makes guys believe they can win. What is it about him beyond, you know, his physical ability? I mean, his passing ability is – quick release, his accuracy. What is it about him, like, off the field, personality, whatever, that really makes guys kind of follow his lead and, be, yeah, and become so, better players? Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll give you a couple. I'll give you guys a couple, okay? So, first of all, think about this. Think about the fact that you'll never hear a guy that played with him ever say a bad word about him. You know how hard that is? I mean, think about, like, Aaron Rodgers. Greg Jennings and Jermichael Finley, they'll say all kinds of bad things about Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, <laughs> right. nobody will ever say anything bad about Brady. The two stories I tell, one on the field, one off the field. I played football for 18 years, seven years in the NFL. I never met a guy that cared as much about the quarterback center snap as Brady. So I'm talking like OTAs in May. I'd be center in practice, and he'd come in the huddle, and he'd be like, all right, Ross, you and me, great snap first, great snap first, and then he'd call the play. And, guys, I'm 26. <laughs> I've started 25 games. I've played in 45, whatever it was. But when Brady looked me in the eyes and said that, great, like, I was like, okay, Tom, okay, Tom, okay. Like, <laughs> you didn't want to let him down. Like, in 18 years, he wanted a perfect snap every time. In his psycho mind, and I say that as a compliment, the perfect snap gives him like a millisecond more to get mm. back from center, look at the defense, throw the ball. That's just kind of how he lives his life. And then off the field, one time we went during training camp to a barbecue joint there in Foxborough. I, I was in a fraternity in college. I have either witnessed or participated in at least a thousand chugging contests in my life. And Tom Brady is the best beer chugger I've ever seen in my life. I couldn't really? believe it. He would be, dude, there was a guy in my fraternity named Hoagie Havener, okay? Brady would even beat Hoagie Havener. He went against wow. three rookie old linemen during training camp. He 
he destroyed them. He smashed the <laughs> cup like it was a Gronkowski touchdown. Mm. And then when I went over to pay my tab for my ribs, it was like $13. He comes sprinting over, and he's like, Ross, I got it. I'm like, Thomas, I got it. I'm paying for it. Like the guy is just the most wow. intense dude of all time. Wow, that's cool. Great stories, man. We appreciate it. And I heard you got more. You got an inside scoop on something that might help me and Rob score some points this Valentine's Day. Tell us about it. Well, so with your guys' background, you're going to love this. A buddy of mine who's a local newspaper writer started the biz. It's called MyFrontPageStory.com. So you either talk to one of our writers or you do an email interview they write the most unbelievable story about your wife. And I've wow. seen so many videos of this, guys, that you hand it to your wife. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. Like, it looks like it's on the cover of the Boston Globe or something. And your wife will be like, wait, what is this? And you say, wow. babe, I want to do something special for you this year. I had a story written about you. She'll be like, what? <laughs> and then when she actually reads it and you put the quotes in there like, I just never tell her enough how much I appreciate all the little things she does. She will cry. I'm telling you guys. I she will it. cry. Wow. You will win. My front page story. Now, with your My background. MyFrontPageStory.com. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah, and you with your it. background, your wives will be like, well, why didn't you write the story yourself? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But uh, well, no, the, that's well, the picture Look, I love my, that. The picture of my ex-wife would be her in handcuffs. That's the only problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, at any rate, MyFrontPageStory.com. I think I was on that's with uh, Jim Rome earlier today, and his listeners crashed the servers. So we'll see wow. if your listeners wow. can crash the servers, too. MyFrontPageStory.com. Ross, great stuff. You can check him out on the Ross Tucker Podcast. We appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot. Anytime, guys. Just let me know. Have Rob reach out to me anytime. Big fan. All right. More eye couple coming your way. Someone says they're going to be better than Michael Jordan. Really? We'll get into that next. Eye couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Wow. Who is that, Alex? It's a little GQ. Rob, I did not know. You know, the boogie-oogie-oogie I think of is a taste Taste of honey. honey. I didn't know that was a remix, remake until now. I'm here to teach y'all. Or did GQ remake? GQ didn't remake it's it off. It's OG, baby. They didn't remake it off. Yeah, of, no. They uh, might have been Taste after. Honey, Were they right? after it, Taste of Honey? Taste of Honey was after. I think GQ came after. Because that was in Taste the Taste of Honey was era, after? Right, I think. Both yeah, of them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I got to look lot, into that. A lot of songs have been covered, though. It's unbelievable. Right. When, I, when you hear people, yeah. they talk about songs. What I like, dude, that, was, that wasn't originally like, even right. like some Beatles songs, Chris. You know, right. they use oh, yeah, songs that black ba- bands and groups have made years ago and, and made them. Oh, the big Beatles. Hit. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Them oh, covering. Wow. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Nah, no doubt. All right. Uh, we're live in the Fox Sports Radio studios on a funky flashback Friday. And if you're a value customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. Period. Point blank. The end. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations do apply. Rob, you'll like this story. A.J. Brown, a great receiver for the Tennessee Titans, 
uh, has said that he wants to play baseball, and he said he would be better than Michael Jordan. He's putting it out in a series of social media uh, posts. He says, I promise I will do better than Michael Jordan in baseball. And he tweeted that to the San Diego Padres. And look, Rob, he's not just blowing smoke. He was drafted in the 19th round of the 2016 amateur draft in MLB. Uh, He was like a, what, Rob G., a high school All-American selection. Uh, And he played with several uh, in uh, Major League Baseball players, guys that went on to become Major League Baseball players when he played uh, in the Under Armour All-American game. And so, uh, yeah, he, uh, he's he got the, the the goods, it looks like. So I, I just, he's only 24, so it's not like Michael Jordan, you know, going trying to play baseball at much older age. Um, I He probably could play, I, I'm guessing, but I just think it's, it's difficult to play both because you're really usually Rob, the ones we've seen, Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, they were full-time football and kind of, you know, half-time, part-time baseball. And both of them, if they've been full-time baseball players, Rob, I think they both could have been probably Hall of Famers. But it's hard when you're just doing it part-time. Yeah. And Bo it, obviously it, got hurt. But it, yeah. Bo was the only one, Chris, who made it as a pro bowler and an all-star. Like right. Bo, like Dion never made the All Star team. Right. I mean, you know what what Bo did was pretty incredible, to be honest. Yep. To, to, Pro to Bowl NFL player, All Star right. baseball, baseball player. Right. player. Nobody else has ever done that. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, he sounds like he could play. You know who else played baseball? Chris Calvin Johnson played baseball. Really? Yes, he was a good baseball player. Wow. I remember when he got drafted and he came out to to Tiger no to Comerica Park to throw out the first pitch, and we were just talking about it. And then I, you know, did some research, and I didn't realize he was – because a guy that tall, you know, but he's right, like a right, Dave Winfield right. guy. Dave Winfield wow. could have played the NFL, the NBA, Chris, or yep. ABA, and yep. baseball. And he, he got drafted baseball. in a lot of the leagues. In all yeah. of them, right? He was he was drafted in all four leagues because it was NBA and ABA. Yeah. Um, yep. But, yeah, it would be tough. But it's interesting just to hear a young guy who's like, yo, I, I could do this. I think there's a chance we're going to see somebody else try to do it, uh, try to play two sports at one time. I believe that. Yeah, I mean, heck, if if Dion and Bo tried it, you would think certainly somebody will try. And who else? DJ um, Dozier, remember? He's another one. Yeah. Player. Yeah. Yeah. So, But it's, it's just tough because you're missing games and, you know, you just can't dedicate yourself full time to it. And these, these sports now – you know, that's what it takes. So keep it locked. An hour left. Ah, a couple.